0: You're listening to Radio Tabs Mobile Rolling. Presented by Garrard's Horse and Hound. Making shopping easier with their online store. The same extensive catalogue, the same keen prices online or over the phone. 1 800 six896 or visit horseandhound.com.au. Oh, it's getting down to the business end, isn't it, with these harness stables finalising their team for the Queensland Winter Carnival. We heard about Magnificent Storm from Ernie Manning, confirmed at this stage. And, Chris, uh, you're going about to speak to a, about another one uh, with Dean Braun this morning on Mobile Rolling yeah steve good morning to you good morning everyone yeah i want to find out more about a horse by the name of bollinger we know him from new zealand a former member of the all stars operation he's got a good record steve 17 starts six wins four minors. well over a hundred thousand dollars in the bank now he's a four-year-old and i'm led to believe the main aim with this guy is our carnival and it's the rising sun so that puts him on a head on collision with arguably the best pacer in the country and Leap to Fame, who is a Queenslander. So let's find out more about Bollinger. Dean Braun joins us now. Dean, good morning. Good morning, Chris. Good morning, Steve. Uh, is that the plan? You want to come to Queensland, you want to tackle the rising sun, and you're prepared to go head-on with Leap to Fame in his own backyard?
1: Well, that's that's what we purposely bought this horse for, hopefully, you know, that uh, he would measure up to a race like that. His record suggests he will. I mean, he's been a been a very nice horse in New Zealand and and raced the best and, and you know, quitted himself very well against the best. He's run second to a Cuda three times, including the Great Northern Derby. Um, it's no mean feat taking on um, Grant and Twister's horse. He's, uh, in my opinion, he's the best four-year-old in the country. Um, so it won't be easy, but um, these are the sort of races we aim to have horses in, and I'm sure um, he'll give a good account of himself if we can get there.
0: OK, that's fair enough. It is a daunting assignment though, when you when you come to Queensland and you're taking on the best.
1: Yes, absolutely. It's uh it's uh not an easy task. I mean, we've been lucky enough to go to New Zealand and, and beat those sort of horses over there. So I mean had a little bit of luck travelling in the past, but um certainly this is uh this would be our toughest test, no doubt, taking on a horse like Leap Tafane.
0: All right, well, your record speaks for itself. You can take horses anywhere in this part of the world and when you've had great success here in Brisbane previously. Where does Bollinger rank in comparison to horses like Cruz Bramac, a New Zealand Cup winner, Duplicated, Chancellor Cullen, Mustang Mark, Chili Palmer, Knight of the Stars, Willie Go West? So they were all really good performers for you. So where does sort of Bollinger sort of fit in or compare with those guys?
1: Well, it's sort of hard it's hard to assess uh, so early, Chris. I've only sort of had him a fortnight, just over a fortnight. But um, I think he is a very serious horse. I mean, I still believe Cruz Bromac's is the best horse that I've trained. Um, but I'm sure that you know we've bought this horse hoping that um, he'd be every bit as good as um, the rest of those horses. Anyway, you know, um, yeah, I think he's um, I think he's a pretty serious horse. He, he obviously wasn't cheap. He's you know he's got a great record, and you know he's come from from a great trainer. So, um, in saying that, though, the horse has been well-educated, well-looked after, and, you know, he's a complete racehorse. So, hopefully, um, we can maintain that, and um, we should have a lot of fun with him.
0: Okay. Just one little comment that you made there that I want to pick you up on. So, Cruz Bromac is the best. Do you mean that as the best gelding colt that you've trained? Because you did prepare Shar Tin, who ended up being the world's best race man.
1: Yeah, no, I still believe that. I think Cruz Bromac's the best horse I've trained. Um, I think, he, you know, he's record prove himself. I bought him one race as a three-year-old, um, and he ended up winning just over a million dollars, you know, for different trainers. But, um, yeah, he's, he was a pretty serious horse. He competed at the highest level from three, you know, right through to the end. Um, she was obviously a fantastic mare. You know, she's gone on to prove it, and she was the best mare in the world, in my opinion, too. Uh, but, yeah, lucky enough to um, lucky enough to have both of them, actually. So I don't really want to split them, but if I had to lean, I'd say Cruz Bromac's probably the best horse I've trained.
0: Yeah. Okay, back to Bollinger now. Um, our Queensland Constellations Carnival starts June 16. Uh, that's at Reckliffe. We've got the Recliffe Cup June 24. Could that be a target for Bollinger? Do you, do you look at a race like that, or do you want to just keep him strictly to his age group racing?
1: Well, to be honest, the way the weather is today in Melbourne, I'd be happy to get out of there May 4. Uh, get out <laughs> of here on May 4. But, uh, yeah, that's definitely uh, a race that's, that's on the radar for him. Um He's a stand-start winner in New Zealand, and he does handle the trip. So um, could looks like it could be an ideal lead-up race uh, to some of those other races, absolutely.
0: Okay. How many starts do you want to give him before you get to Queensland?
1: Uh, well, we had a quiet trial yesterday at Melton. We're really, really happy with him. Um, he just followed him around. He, he'll go next week, and he'll do a little bit more. And I would say he would probably have one or two starts here in Melbourne, probably one um before he heads north he i'll probably stop at menangle on the way he might even if it fits i might even have a run there uh on the way up to brisbane
0: okay have you got a a driver confirmed at this point in time oh nathan jack drove him at the
1: trials yesterday so um he's been driving the majority of the ones we've had at the moment so i'm very happy with with his if we can get him so yeah
0: Okay, so maybe Reckliff Cup, definitely rising sun. If he is going well and performing at the level that you expect him to, do you you look at the grand circuit race, the Blacks are fake?
1: Well, we'll just see. I mean, he'll tell us. I mean, if his form warrants it and he's come through those runs very good, yeah, we're up there. So I couldn't see why we wouldn't. I mean, mean, under the old system, he's basically five. Uh, So... I if, if if I mean if I'm
0: happy with him and, and he's telling me that he's up and ready for it, yeah, we'll definitely aim at that too. while we're there. Okay. So, how did a horse like Bollinger uh, get on the market, and how did he, you know, find himself on, on your radar?
1: Uh, it's been pretty hard. Kiwis are nearly impossible to buy at the moment and find. And the minute one goes anywhere, um, everyone's all over them, and the prices, in my opinion, are ridiculous. But um, I've sort of been watching him for a little while and um, thought he could be a horse that's on the radar. And I actually rang Mark and asked Mark, "You would be for sale. And Mark said, yeah, he was he was on the market and somebody uh, was looking at him. Uh, but if they didn't buy him, I was, had the next option on him. So um, they couldn't get anything organised by the time they needed to. And um, we jumped on him and um, spoke to a few people over there. And um,
0: everyone gave him a good push. So, um, yeah, we're happy to uh, to grab him. Okay, so has any sort of uh, Queensland officials reached out? Have they been on the phone to sort of uh, find out if there's any interest in, in getting Bollinger up here? Uh, not as
1: yet, but uh, I'm not sure. Maybe most people don't know he's here yet. He's only been here a couple of weeks. I'm not sure. Uh, I'm pretty low key and pretty low profile trainer, so I don't put put everything out there in the in the headlights. But um, I'm hoping that the horse has done enough uh, in his career so far, and um, you know, in his in starts today, I would. I'd be disappointed if he didn't get a run like that, but obviously I'm not a handicapper, but um, I'd back this horse in every day of the week to compete in a race like that. I'm not saying he's going to beat Leap to Fame, but um, I'm sure he's, you know, he's a very good horse. And if you're not in it, you can't win it.
0: Okay. Is he the only one that you're likely to bring north this uh, this winter?
1: Uh, well, we'll just see. Uh, I purchased a filly in New Zealand uh, the week before we bought Bollinger. She's unraced at this stage, um... Hopefully, you know I've got high expectations that hopefully she might measure up to some of the three-year-old Phillies races up there. But I think the next couple of weeks will tell. But um, yeah, she gives me a good feel, and hopefully um, she does. And it'd be nice to have a couple up there. And uh, I've got a horse called Holy Basil that's on the way back. So um, hopefully, if he stands up and all's well, um, I'm sure he's every, every bit as good enough to compete in those sort of races. He's only lightly raced, but he, he's got a fantastic record. If he was if he was sound, I'm sure. Um, he'd be a lot highly rated, higher rated by now. All
0: right. Well, a lot to look forward to. So, pleasing start yesterday with that trial, but more expected next week.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, we just took him and gave him a quiet trial. Nathan drove him and I just... We just follow him around and he said he'd give him a pretty good feel and uh, we just had to tinker a couple of little things. We've got to change a couple of things with him that he just wasn't 100% happy with. So, um, like I said, he's only been here just over a fortnight. So, it was just a learning curve for us and see where he was at. And But, no, we... Uh, we come out of the out of the trial both very happy and looking forward to next week and and beyond.
0: All right. Well, we well, look forward to seeing you back in Queensland. As I said, you've won races here, there, and everywhere, but you've got a, a particularly good strike rate right here in the Sunshine State. Best of luck with Bollinger, and we'll be in touch. Thanks very much. Thanks for having me, guys. There is a Dean Braun joining us. So Bollinger, it's a, it's a you know, fairly tall order taking on Leap to Fame. Dean thinks Leap to Fame is the best pacer in the country and he's prepared to come up here and meet him in his own backyard. So that promises to be probably one of the races of the Carnival, the Rising Sun, no question about that. So Bollinger, will keep following him with particular interest, Steve, over the next couple of weeks. Dan Russell is about to join me now because uh, the team's going well. He had success on uh, Monday at Marburg. Uh, his dad's horse was back in the winners' circle there last Saturday night, feeling for a rainbow, and he's got one of the favourites stepping out tonight at Wrecklip. Dan's online now. Dan, appreciate the time.
2: Hey, Chris, how are you?
0: I'm really well. How good was it to see the old boy, the big fella, back in the winners' circle last week, feeling
2: for a rainbow? Yeah, no, it was. Yeah, no, it was good to see him back in the winners' circle. We've, we've had a little bit of problems with him, but so wood Now we've got him going forward again, and hopefully he can keep on rolling now.
0: There was no fluke about that performance last week. He won the open class stand, 157.5. Dan, he finished off in 54.6. Just looking at the track record, tip your hat, 157.2. So fair to say, feeling for a rainbow was low flying there last week.
2: Yeah, no. I actually, when I looked it up myself, I didn't realise that we're actually that close. And on his work the last week, I was pretty confident that he'd go a good time, but not that close to the track record. So, do we
0: push towards the flashing red? That comes up in the first weekend of June, so it's not all that far away. Is that the big immediate target for feeling for a rainbow?
2: Yeah, Chris, I'll just see how his legs pull up and everything. But yeah, it would be nice like, to uh, have him back in the flashing red. He's, he's had a couple of starts in there last last year. He choked down, and the year before that, he ran th- third in it. So hopefully, we can get a start in it again this year.
0: Okay, and then if he performs well in the uh, the flashing red, do you have another shot at the Reckless
2: Cup? Yeah, no, we'll have another shot at the Reckless Cup and we'll see how he goes again. We're just going to play it by ear with him and hopefully everything keeps on the sound Why wise with him.
0: Right, well, fingers crossed because uh, he was most impressive there winning last week. They all, had his, uh, all, they all had their chance to beat him and they couldn't get past him. So the big fella is back in the winner's circle. Let's focus on tonight... Uh, you've got the favourite in race six tonight, get a load of this girl. She's drawn the inside of the second row. So is this a good draw or a tricky draw tonight for to get a load of this girl?
2: Well, it's probably a good draw for her. Um, so she going only use her off the gate and she doesn't get stirred up. So she's following her helmet straight away. So she'll relax a little bit better and hopefully she can run out the 2000 tonight.
0: Is that a concern, the 2040 metre? Would you prefer it at the 1780?
2: Or oh, if she settles in a run, she'll run the 2,000. But if she starts pulling a bit, yeah, I'd prefer the 17, yeah.
0: Okay. When you look at her form compared to your rivals here, she she looks a standout, doesn't she?
2: Yeah, no, she's been going good, the little girl. She won, won at Kilcoy, and then the week after that, she just got cut out halfway up the straight at Redcliffe. And then last week, it was a good run behind the winner. So she's been going good again. So who's
0: won more races? Get a load of this girl or get a load of this bro?
2: Um, I think girl still owns the record for that. I think she's one or two away in front of bro. I think that was his 11th win or something on Marburg on Monday. So, But yeah, you can't take it away from him. He's been going as good as well.
0: Yeah, well, they've both been good performers. Two other runners you've got tonight. They're likely to go off at big odds, but I'm keen to get your thoughts here. Buster Balloon in a race, eight, last leg of the Quaddy. It was a win of three runs ago. Can he surprise tonight?
2: Yeah, well, I'd probably prefer him tonight. I reckon he's probably a good little chance over the 2040. Again, they're not going to be sitting and sprinting there more, They're just going to be grinding it. So in that class, they aren't going to really run away from him. And hopefully, he can just get up a nice handy spot and he should be there close enough. Okay,
0: and then race nine tonight, Friday 13th. I think this guy's building to a victory. I don't think it's going to be too far away.
2: No, nah, he's been going good since he's joined the stable. I um, I brought him from friends from Tamworth, sold him to me, and he's just a little ATM. He's not much good, but he keeps on paying his way, and if he gets the right run tonight, I reckon he'll go close or he'll earn a nice little check again.
0: All right. Well, fingers crossed that you will be in the winner's circle tonight with one of those three runners. Keep up the good work. Best of luck with feeling for a rainbow moving forward, and we'll see you track side tonight. Thanks, Chris. Showing the way, Delhi Row. Rock on rocky, right line, trying to make a race of it, but Delhi Row. Delhi Row's in full flight. Delhi Row is home. Delhi Row widens the margin at the line, scores by nine metres, rock on rock. Yeah, rocky. that was one of the impressive winners yesterday, Chris Barsby at Albion Park yeah one of three winners for Pete McMullen as well Steve he's in super form there's no question about that we spoke with him yesterday and uh, he's got a lot to look forward to in the coming months the carnival and then he'll uh, don the uh, the national colors representing Australia in the world drivers championship Darren Clayton is about to join us on this Wednesday Darren good morning
3: morning Chris morning Steve what about Queenslander yesterday talk about heart attack stuff at the dollar 22 <laughs> yeah it certainly was Um he sort of got a little bit of a favour too. One of the dangers was a uh, scratching, so he moved in one. But uh, yeah, he just got there. You wouldn't want that that over again at the dollar twenty, that's for sure.
0: Yeah. Well, let's find a winner tonight, and then we'll talk about some uh, of the horsepower that's uh, up and about right now. So we've got ten events at Reckle. We start early tonight, 4:58. We've got two more heats of the hot rods there tonight. So where do we find your best bet?
3: Yeah, I'm happy to play in the second of those heats, which is race 2 and number 4, Nevada Yankee. He'll move into gate 3 with the removal of the emergency. Um, I thought it was a bit of a gift. He went up at $4. He's into uh, about $2.50 now at the tab. Uh, good gate speed horse. He's going pretty well. He was after a hat-trick last time out and just uh, didn't quite get there. That was behind reason to be who franked that with a, with another win. Like I said, Nevada Yankees good off the arm. I think the short course format should really suit him, so race two number four.
0: Okay, and you're spot on. He opened four dollars uh, he's now trading two twenty and favourite. Wonder Woman Jujon open two twenty. She's out for two seventy. So race two number four the best bet. Where else do you want to focus tonight?
3: Yeah, um, race four, horse number two, Red Stardale. He took on one of these trot rods last week. Um, he got the outside gate on that occasion, went back. Um, I thought his effort was good, running second to Bronski Delight. Bronski Delight was is a nice mare. Red Deal, the start prior, he had gate seven at Albion Park, so no favours out there. And he was actually, actually heavily supported on that occasion, but uh, he eased back, went to the pegs and was never really a factor. Gets gate two in this race. I think it sets up nicely for him. Race four, horse two.
0: Nice belly there. $5 currently tab fixed price, $1.85 the place. What about the quaddy tonight? Races five, six, seven and eight. How do we attack it?
3: Yeah, I, th- I thought Race 5 probably looks a little bit trickier than it, than it might turn out to be. I'm not really confident there. I've got number 1 Diego Delgado on, front in, uh, on top, I should say. He should find the front from that gate. Uh, just a little bit concerned about his manners. Last time he drew gate 1, he made an error. So, um, Batman Bart, he was a good winner last time out. Um, pushed forward, sat outside them and was too strong. Um, I'm expecting Tinsel Tiara to show some some improvement. She's now back in the main draw. She's had the ODM embargo. And short leg Sue, last start winner when she led throughout, can follow through here. So we'll go 1-2-4-8. The second leg, I've got number five, Dinosaurus Rex on top. New South Wales, or Bathurst-based Graham Betts comes back for another campaign in the winter. Dinosaurus Rex was a winner up here last year for him. His last start was pretty good at dubbo that was over 2100 he's only beaten two meters so uh throwing number nine talking control never too far away and number seven get a load of this girl should just get a nice trip in behind the speed so we'll go f- uh, five seven nine race seven the third leg i've got number three sunny cove on top um can beat himself this guy and just if he gets parked out um i won't be too confident in the run so Um, But if he can find a spot, he's certainly up to winning another race. Number eight, Mullum Boy, looks the obvious threat. Uh, And number six, Yogi, um, looked a good thing for us last week, but galloped out of the gate, so he cops gate six as a result. So three, six and eight. Final leg, I thought this was a race in two between five, feeling the power and two, betting Baron. Betting Baron should get the lead here. He was just collared last time when he was leading. Um, he might be able to hang on this time and feeling the power um, was in the same race as betting baron he was back and, and faced a wall of traffic he'll probably be getting back again so uh, two and five in the final leg.
0: okay so repeating the quaddy thoughts tonight race one or the first leg raise five one two four eight into five seven nine into three six eight and we bring it home for uh, with numbers two and five so we're looking at what 72 dollars 100 percent.
3: Yeah, I think it's a tricky night overall there tonight at Redcliffe. So uh hopefully a bit of value can jump in there.
0: Okay, best bet. Race two, number four, Nevada Yankee. And the other one that Darren's keen on is race four, number two, Red Star Deal. So two four, four two. That's regular tonight. Early start as well, four fifty-eight. Plenty to talk about this morning, Darren. In particular with the rising sun. I spoke earlier with Dean Brawny. He's got Bollinger, he stepped him out yesterday in a trial. Just in the last week since we last spoke last Wednesday, here's some four-year-olds that have strutted their stuff and look impressive. Speak the truth, My Ultimate Ronnie, Future Assured, Captain Shuffles, Just a Little Sip, and this Saturday night, District Attorney goes around in a feature at Melton. So, they all could be possible to Rising Sun horses. So, there's a lot to look forward to when you've got the likes of Leap to Fame, Merlin already invited and accepted for that race.
3: Yeah, it uh, it seems there's a plethora of depth, that's for sure. And, um, yeah, I haven't caught that trial of Bollinger's just yet. Um, It can be hard to find the old Victorian trials at times. But, um, yeah, he, uh, by all reports as well and uh yeah some of those others speak the truth we saw him back up again on saturday night at menangle with a, another dominant victory he just held on he was getting a little bit weary but uh for his first trip away and, and first look at menangle gee, he couldn't do much more than that and uh the time or um it was solid as well so you know it'd be no it'd be no disgrace if um you know he gets an invite as well so there's there's plenty of invite sort of talk around that who will get the next one, where it's going to come from. But, uh, yeah, I don't know where that'll be. Um, looking forward to to seeing district attorney as well and what he can produce.
0: Mm, he's a half-brother to Cruz Bromac, uh, the New Zealand Cup, winner, district attorney. Uh, what about Trent Dawson last Saturday night? Do you reckon he would have gone home uh, on good terms with himself? Future Assured was absolutely scintillating. And for real life, uh, well, he was just back to his best. So that was very pleasing.
3: Yeah, certainly was, and uh, um, not sure whether future assured um, has already secured a, a, a slot in the the Hayden, the Queensland slot race coming up in the carnival. But uh, geez, if he hasn't got a slot, and I was a slot holder, I'd be getting on the phone pronto because uh, gee, that was that was super. Um, we saw Captain Shuffles go around yesterday. He's probably the likely slot holder for. Um, uh, connections there. Uh, he was. I thought he was fair without being. I thought maybe we could expect a little bit more. We did have to do plenty of work though first up. Um, but yeah, Trent Dawson, uh, his other one for real life again just got the job done. It's. I think I mentioned this on Friday, Chris. How hard it is to produce a horse to win first up now nowadays just with um, you know the way. Races are run and you really need things to work out He took two ra- two horses to the races there on Saturday night Both first up in Future Assured and for real life They've both won and both won in personal best times For real life in 55 flat And um, the other guy, Future Assured in 151.3 That's a super training performance And uh, he's got a strong team starting to build again, Trent And uh, it'll be good to see how they can progress through the through to the winter
0: yeah, absolutely. Speaking of horses resuming, good horses resuming this Saturday night. Cat King Cole back in action in race six. She'll go up against Racy Roxy. Also uh, on the, uh, the the campaign uh, again, uh, she's fresh up. So that promises to be a good clash there. And Black Sedan's the track record holder. He's back in action in the open. He'll go up against Mac Da Vinci in speeches. Silver also makes his return to racing. So a couple of nice horses uh, back at the track this weekend.
3: Yeah, you, you know, winter's just around the corner when we see these type of horses coming up and uh, I guess we've got some sort of the sort of second tier to the triad, I guess, in the breeders' classic races there, only a couple of weeks ago away for the two- and three-year-olds. Cat um, King Cole's an interesting one. We haven't seen her for a long time. She's had two trials, the second of those, a pretty solid hit-out. So um, she takes on a mare's qualifier there. On Saturday night from Gate Three, so just be interesting how that race plays out. Again, you know, talking about um, producing horses first up. Well, there's some sort of rock hard race fit mares in that race, so um, she's going to need to be at her best, that's for sure, just to um, you know get through that first up assignment. But gee, she's a classy mare now. She was a classy filly, and um, yeah, interested to see how she can get through and uh i think you mentioned it with darren weeks her trainer um we saw her really out in front most of the time dominating in her juvenile races uh it'd be good to see what she can do sort of chasing a pack now and just that little bit older and a little bit stronger
0: yeah danger zones the other one resuming there on saturday night as well so looking forward to seeing him back in action so plenty to look forward to on saturday night the highlight though is going to be race nine the changeover two-year-old classic so uh, the first of our two-year-old uh, rookie features this year. Uh, this is going to be a competitive race by the look of
3: it. Yeah, um, and the Turpin stable have got a, a couple of there that'll be um, well in the market there. in checking out the talent who gets gate one, and and the undefeated Riley Rainbow in gate four. So um, you know they're not not going to have it all their own way. That's for sure. You've got Bronsky Zulu. Um, he's placed his past few and. Uh, ironclad, the the bullion winner that went down to Sydney last week and then broke in the in the score up or just at the start there, um, it was a long way to go to have that happen. It was a bit disappointing. I was looking forward to see how he was going to measure up against some of those stronger two-year-olds. So um, he cops gate seven as as a result. And um, the other one there that's just sort of keeps chipping away. is just. Um, is Ellis Street he seemed to just keep bumping into one he's had a few things go go against him he gets inside the second line this week but uh, he's certainly shown he's got the ability just uh, not much really gone his way
0: yeah well he just missed out behind O'Reilly Rainbow there last week so they clash again so that's all in front of us this Saturday night um how would you describe our current crop of three-year-olds whether they're Q bred or non-Q bred Carnival around the corner, so Derby's Oak Speech is coming up. How do you sort of assess our current crop of three year olds?
3: Yeah, I was looking forward to, to how they were going to sort of progress and step up. I, um, at sort of at the end of last year, how they all sort of came where they finished their seasons, but uh, I haven't really seen one that really step up and sort of, you know, say, well, here I am, I'm going to be the you know, the, the top three-year-old in Queensland this year. We saw for real life he was good coming back there on um, on Saturday night. Uh, he obviously had that little bit of a, a mishap first up when he, he came back in January, so he's gone back to the paddock. They've got him sorted, so uh, it was good seeing him come back and, and really zip home that last quarter in 26 flat. So um, from what we've probably seen, I would say he's sort of up there... Um, Sure thing captain, he's probably a little bit of a forgotten horse. He's been off the scene since he went down to uh, New South Wales, so we've still got him to look forward to coming back to. I guess it's tricky lining him up. Um, The one there that uh, just from an interesting sort of um, campaign start-off point is a roader. He came over with sort of a little bit of a wrap and um, won a couple of races. He resumes tonight in a trot rods over the 947, so... um, You know, he went down for a derby campaign, so um, didn't go to plan. New South Wales derby campaign didn't go to plan there. He resumes tonight over 947, so that'll be interesting to see what that does to his campaign. Um, You know, the Phillies, I don't think there's anything really stepped up there, so... I think they're a good bunch at the moment. I don't think there's the depth that we were excited by that we had last year where we had, you know, a really bumper crop across the board. But, um, mm. yeah, I, I guess there's still a few races for them or a bit of time for them to step it. Bold Medley John's one of the other ones. Um, he sort of start, ended last year really well. We haven't seen much of him at all this year either. So um, I think there's a few... The trials
0: perhaps, tonight.
3: Well, there we go. So I, yeah. I think there's a few that are just on the fringe and perhaps just sort of been a little bit out of sight out of mind
0: well i've got homework for you go and have a look at the trial replay of Arby's flash yesterday from Albion park he might be potentially the best three-year-old here in the state 54.9 uh comes across from stonewall Stud now with Chantel turpin pete mcmullen he looked pretty sharp there yesterday he's a gilding by always be mickey so Uh, It'll be interesting. I'm sort of sitting on the fence at the moment. I'm sort of neither here or there, but it'll be interesting to see who steps up in the coming months. Good news for those that have a three-year-old filly here in Queensland aiming towards the Breeders Classic Series. That's just around the corner. did speak with Bernie Hewitt just the other day. looks like Jewel Melody is going to miss that one. They're prepared to let her skip that series. They'll bring her up for the, uh, the Queensland Oaks, the Southeast Oaks, and the Triad, obviously, after the Carnival. So... I don't think she'll be uh, heading north for a shot at the Breeders Classic. So that's probably good news for those that have a three year old filly aiming towards that series.
3: Yeah, especially after the, the way she dominated the two year old fillies up here last year, winning sort of, um, you know, pretty much everything that was on offer. Uh, I was half thinking that they might have sent her um, north uh, early and um, with, of course, um, p- uh, the opportunity to to perhaps draw gate one in the Hayden, and thought there might have been an opportunity for that but obviously she's got plenty of features that she's eligible for so um, there was sort of no need for that but yeah, three-year-old fillies uh, probably a bit of an, a, an open open book there at the moment cheerleader, she was a bit inconclusive in what she's been able to come back again at this year so yeah, it's, uh, it's interesting times that's for sure
0: yeah, and one final one before we wrap it up this morning. Uh, trials this morning in Sydney at Menangle. Majestic Cruiser, uh, a, a former winner of the Blanks of Fake, uh, he was successful in his trial this morning, 52-8. So he looks like he's going to be set for another uh, Brisbane campaign.
3: Yeah, certainly defeated Soho Rhapsody in that trial. Um, good run from her, Um whether she comes north for some of those mares' features for Ricky Alchin, I'd imagine he'd probably be bringing her up for for some of those features as well. And um, interesting reading that um, Emma Stewart's I read somewhere yesterday potentially um, bringing fifteen horses up for the winter. So that's a that's a big team. So that um, that will certainly make some of those races uh, hard harder to get into. That's for sure with some of the names of the horses that she's looking at bringing up.
2: Mm.
0: Well, good times uh, ahead. There's no doubt about it. It's going to be some great racing throughout June and July. Darren, as always, really appreciate the time. We'll chat again on Friday morning when we do all the early form for Albion Park Saturday night. Yeah,
3: looking forward to it. Thanks.